Hi, welcome to Gender Nebulous with me, Frida Wallace, and my lovely co-host, Victoria Hodges. Well, hello. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Been working all day, but you know, yes. a few. I'm a few pints in now. So <laughs> well, I'll have to admit, I'm on a Friday night. A, yeah, I have cracked open a bottle of Friday night wine. So and your nine pound bottle of. Actually, bread. we normally do this on Sunday, but today's Friday. Yeah, because I'm working Sunday. You're working Sunday. Uh, We're a couple yeah. of days early, but that's okay. Yeah, but, and we know, are going to go live on YouTube in a few minutes. So. This, I'm not sure why I'm saying that because you're listening to a podcast and it won't be. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Word, you does can it? Edit, edit that bit out. Yeah. No, I don't edit anything out. I don't. We're living. It. We're living. We we straddle many worlds. Me and you, Victoria. We, we straddle the world of Twitter, <laughs> uh, YouTube, podcasting. We're taking over the world. Taking over the internet. Yeah, we're Talk taking over. We're taking Point. over women's spaces. Oh my God. <laughs> Talking about strange things that have been happening this week. I've had a man on my roof for most of the day. Oh, what well, did you pay him to do that? Or was that just well, I didn't pleasure? Pay him. The, <laughs> the neighbors paid him, but there was a problem with the chimney. So there was a there was a man on the roof fixing the chimney. Do you actually have a real fire? Is that why? Well, there, there was, you know, it's a semi-detached house. So there's there was four chimneys on the chimney pots on the roof. Because both houses have two fireplaces. <laughs> you need some basic mathematics there. Well, and you um you know so one well, of the parts was completely broken and the other the other one all the mortar was kind of leaking and there was water coming into next door neighbor's roof space so yeah it was kind of let's get it done because you know we don't want was your uh was your basement flooded victoria <laughs> <laughs> so it was all done I mean, I remember once my mum, well, in this house, we've got the old chimney stacks and a pigeon got stuck once. Yeah, there's they, dead pigeons inside. the. And we had to get a man to come and pull the pigeon out. It was awful, you know. Like, yeah, this is the problem because right behind the houses, there's a, there's a there's like a bit of a forest thing and some, there's a graveyard and there's loads of pigeons in there. And all these, <laughs> and all these pigeons actually, you know, they come and nest in your... In your they come and nest, your nest in your belfry. <laughs> <laughs> well where i live i mean i've got like, pigeons in my in my pots well this is the problem when you live in a whole house isn't it you know you need uh it takes a lot of upkeep it's like it does. money money, you know, money if you live in a castle <laughs> well i i have actually bought a lottery ticket for tonight because it's 20 123 million i think right well now you've told 20 me that guaranteed UK millionaires. So now that you've told, to now you've told us that everybody listening has to get a, a portion of that winning. If I well, win, a, if I win one hundred five million, three. trust me, everybody's getting something. Okay. <laughs> I want half. I'm not giving you half. I'll give you something. Not me, Shirley Valentine money. <laughs> you know what? I keep picking me. Drunk you just spilled your drink. You're not. The coaster keeps sticking to me. This is a respectable podcast. You can't get drunk on. On here. I'm not drunk. I'm just anyway. Right. Where are we? What would right, we're what, almost? It's I'm... almost time to go live onto uh, like right. YouTube. Send me that link. So I'm going to press the button because because I've go got a faffer. I've got a faff around then and mess about on Twitter. Are you ready to go live? I'm ready. I'm ready. Ready as I've ever been. Right. I'm going to press the button. Stand by. Pressing the button now. Going live. Oh, hang on. It's not working. One sec. I need to. I need to. To redo that, let's do it again. Okay, talk amongst yourselves. 
I'm just looking at the uh, Twitter, uh, the YouTube feed now. Because if I go to YouTube, will it, will it appear in the live setup? It should do, yeah. Oh, God, technology. We need somebody to do this shit for us. I know. I need, uh, I need an assistant. We need many assistants, preferably Swedish. <laughs> okay. What's what we're calling it this week? Gender Nebulous episode... Episode five, right? Yeah, we're on five. Wow. Episode five. Public. Go live. Right. Let's see if it works. Yeah, send me the working. Links. I think it's working. Yeah, it's send working. Li- it's working. Send me the I think. link as soon as you've got it. Right, we're going live stream. Live stream. We're live. We're live. Don't we say fuck our piss. <laughs> Don't be rude yeah. now. Right, because well, everything we said before, we can't say live because you know we've got to be politically correct now. Yes. And now we've got to be able. Now that we're live on YouTube, we have to be serious. Yes. We have to be serious now. Yeah. Okay, I you will, never know who's watching. You know, take our words out of context. Yeah. Yeah. Julie Bindor. <laughs> I'm going to send you the link so you can send it out to the millions of people who might be wanting to. <laughs> the five people that might crawl into our mentions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one second. Here we go. It'll, it'll, be the, it'll be the four guys that fancy me. <laughs> there you go. There's a link. Fantastic. I've got it. Got it. So right, slap, that, slap that onto YouTube, sorry, Twitter, Facebook, right, wherever talk, else. You, you talk now for a minute, Vicky, because I'm doing You're doing technical stuff. You can't talk and do technical stuff at the same time. No, I've got to look at a lot. So, yeah, we don't we don't have as many topics this week because it's a shorter week because we're doing it on a Friday instead of a Sunday because Frida's working on Sunday. But we've still got some really interesting topics. But the, the problem with these topics this week is they're all kind of the usual, you know, Sex, biology. Sex. We're talking about uh, sex again. Toilets. Of... You know, it's well, all... I'm, I'm not had any sex for ages. I mean, it's, it's been two weeks now. <laughs> sex matters, Vicky. Have sex you not? Have you not learned? Sex fucking matters. You know. It does. Uh, yeah. It I mean, does. I mean, God's sake. If, I, if if you could if you could think of a bunch of women that sex doesn't matter to more, it would be sex matters to everybody. <laughs> I don't care who you are, it matters. <laughs> yeah, it matters to them when they can alienate. Like, so I'm drinking a nice red tonight. What are you drinking? Um, oh shit! Oh, I lost my coaster again. Uh, I'm drinking lager with lager. black with Vimto in it. Don't judge. Right. Cheers down the hatch. So yeah, have we got any viewers yet? <laughs> I don't know. You're supposed to be monitoring it, not me. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. Wait, 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 wait. So if there's anybody, is anybody posting questions and things and comments? That's all. Yeah, Frida's going to be answering see, those because because I'm busy watching. I can't, I can't see the live link. <laughs> still on. Still on. We're not started yet. If any, if anybody strayed into this domain, well, we have. We just haven't spoken about any topics. This yet, is a, this is this is our sex chat room. You've just tried it. <laughs> Not really. I might get my tits out later. Um, wait a minute. Where, oh my god, this is so annoying. Right, go on. Gender nebulous. Come on, the technology is going to going to beat us at one. one it's league. not working, Vicky. I can't see our live stream. Well, I gave you the link. Right, let me do something else. It's it is working as far as I can tell. It is. I want to be able to watch it on my iPad. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, everything says it's going. I'm just not looking at it because I'm... Okay, let's just carry on. Carry carry on on regardless. 
So anyway, topics. I think today's first topic will be our lovely um, new prime minister once again. Rishi. Rishi. Rishi on a little dishy sunak. So Rishi apparently wants to review the Equality Act. Yeah. Well, does he? Or does he want to pander to a bunch of, you know, lobbyists? Yeah, I think that the the latter might be the case. Yeah. So I think I think what he's trying to do, God knows why, but he's trying to clarify that sex means biology rather than gender. So what does that mean in the real world? I mean, if you're going to start, you know, if 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 like the idea of sex as a, as a biological thing goes down to the chromosomal level, so you're going to judge people based on their genetics. Is that what you, is that what they're saying? Yeah, but you, I mean, it's a bit weird because you have to remember that the Equality Act is basically it's a it's an act of Parliament to prevent discrimination against minority groups. Mm. So you know. One of those minorities happens to be anybody who comes under the characteristic of um, gender reassignment, right? You know, trans people. So if the, if they're saying that they want to take away those protections, I mean, what what the hell does that mean? Are, are they saying they want to take away that completely, or are they well, saying they want to redefine sex so that it prevents what we can currently do as trans people? You know, like you know, you can use toilets and changing rooms based on the fact that you identify mm. as as trans and it doesn't matter what stage you are in your transition you know mm. it can be from the moment you go and see your gp or you know it, it really it really doesn't matter so you, you have well, you, you're protected you know from discrimination at that point yeah. but if they take yeah, that away or they try and redefine sex to only mean biological sex i mean that is just nonsense i mean how how would you even police that i mean how how would you police these spaces well you see this the problem with this is it affects not just they, they always concentrate on trans women in this equation and say like oh trans women are men and you know men are, the, are more likely to abuse women but they forget about trans men and, yeah trans men and, never come into the conversation and this affects them because if you're a trans man and you're going into a female like the thing that they always forget is that these single sex spaces in public are not there for safeguarding. They're there for social politeness. They're there for that, that, you know, if if a man wanted to go into one of those spaces, regardless of how they identify, regardless of how they look, they would do it anyway. They're not waiting for any kind of green light. You know what I mean? It's like, so, so when I, when I go, when I'm out on a night out and I go to the toilet, I'm not thinking, oh, am I entering a woman's space? I'm just going where it's natural and, and socially acceptable for me to be. Yeah. And that, and those cues don't come from me. They come from the people I'm around. They come from the women that I socialize with. So if I was to go into a men's toilet where there's a bunch of guys pissing against a latrine, they're going to look at me and go, what the fuck are you doing in here? Yeah. And then what's going to happen in that situation? And they're going to draw attention. It's drawing unnecessary attention to me. Yeah, it's going to be embarrassing yeah. for them. It's going to be happening right. for you. I mean, right. and, and also, um, like the men that I know and the men that I talk to, they will say, like, you know, um, they talk to me differently to the way they talk to their girlfriends or they talk to their wives or whatever. So it's it's not about what are you identify. We live in a world of gender not biology 
because that's the social construct we live in. It's the social paradigm we live in. So like when you communicate with somebody, you're not communicating with the sex. You It's like you're communicating with what's in front of you and, and the visual cues you get. And, the, and it's not about looks. It's not about whether you wear makeup or not. It's about that there's something more, there's something deeper to it than that. But I know that I, like when I'm at work, when I'm in social life, um, the men I know recognize that I'm not one of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's as simple as that. Because when I did have, when I did identify as male, I never felt like one of them. And I felt uncomfortable in those situations. Like when they were in changing rooms and with men, I, I've, you know, I'd shy away from that and be private because I don't want, you know, it, it's, it, it's very in, innate to who we are. Yeah, did you see the there was a, a clip from a, a a lady in the states who was in a casino who'd gone into the loo and she was being harassed by a gender critical woman? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah. Now, this was a cisgender female that was being harassed by an older woman, and the reason they were being harassed was because they had short hair. Hmm. Um, you know, they dealt with the situation really well, but it just goes to show you that. You know, mm. this is a there's a cis a cis woman mm. who's being harassed in the ladies' toilet because someone else thinks that they're trans and they think it's appropriate to go and harass them because of this. I mean, well, that is the kind of problems that you know Rishi is going to introduce if he does what he's planning on doing. Well, it's like this idea that you can tell what somebody is by looking at them. Like, I'm sure you know the the if you're looking for that, if you're somebody that is sat there looking for trans women, if you're looking, you 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 know. Well, you, I mean, thing? you'd see them everywhere, wouldn't you? If you start what? thinking, oh, that's that might be a trans person. Yeah, oh, exactly. maybe that's a trans person. But what I'm what I'm getting at is, if you if you're someone who's specifically looking to alienate somebody because they're trans, that is a problem within you, and and it's only going to cause friction because you're. I like say if I went into a lady's toilet and there was a woman there who clocked me as trans. The only problem there is the fact that she's trying to intimidate me. And that, that, that's the aggression. It's not coming from <clears> me, <throat> is it? You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, the I'm, fact that you're trans and you're in a toilet and you're just using the facility just like everybody exactly, else. You know, I'm just doing washing me. Because I'm, I'm not going to be in a cubicle, am I? I'm going to be washing my hands or coming out or you're going in. You're going to be in. using the cubicle. You're going to come out the cubicle. You're going to wash your hands. You're going to dry your hands and you're going to leave. You might exactly. fix your hair, fix your makeup, and then you're going to leave. I mean, that's it. I mean, you're not you're not interacting or doing anything with anybody else. It's like it's this whole thing is totally ridiculous. But I'm like I'm sometimes ultra conscious now. Like I've, I think I've said this before. Like when I am out in those kind of places where there's not gender neutral toilets and it's very male, female, straight, whatever environment, um, I am conscious. If, is is somebody going to approach me and say something? And and that's my paranoia, you know. It, that's it, the, isn't that your fear based on all this stuff that's going on in the past? Yeah, of course it is, because I second guess myself and uh and I worry that I mean imagine the fear. Imagine you're a trans woman and you're out on a on a day out, wherever you are, doesn't matter fucking where you are, and you see and you saw and you saw Maya Forstarter in a toilet, you'd fucking panic yourself to death, mm. wouldn't you? You'd melt down in tears if you saw and the, that. The other thing that's really kind of alarming is the fact that you see these people saying oh i'm going to tell you know you see this online you say oh this you know this woman she's going to tell her husband and, and he's going to be waiting for you outside exactly you know it's like what the 
but it's like it's the it's the idea of creating and making us into a threat yeah it's like this manufacturing trans people are a threat now what we're supposed to be a threat for i've no idea what is the threat define the threat there's always going to be like in a in a a world where you you're in public there's always threats that like i've been in bars and i've been harassed by men who assume me to be so not in the toilet they assume me to be cis female so they'll they'll talk they'll lean over me and talk to me and i don't welcome that attention but i deal with it and and then i sometimes think gosh you know like I do appreciate that that world that women live in because I didn't grow into it. I didn't. I don't. I wasn't socialized into it. So it's kind of like something I've learned. Yeah, to, now you I've had to learn. So I. So 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 on one level, I can understand women yeah, on like absolutely. They, they've lived in that world all since being girls, whereas I haven't. So mm-hmm. when I experience it, it's like fucking hell. Is this what men do? <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it's always been there, but I didn't fucking see it. So my female friends will say, fucking hell, yeah, Frida, this is what we have to fucking deal with. And I'm like, yeah. yeah and that, you, that is in the bar. It's it's not yeah. it's not in the toilet. It's not in the toilet. No, it's in the bar. And it's men putting their hands on you and touching your bum or whatever. And when I complain about that, I'm met with a kind of, well, you know, you're not asking for it. <laughs> No, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, it's the same misogyny, I suppose. But, but, but I can appreciate this idea because I didn't grow up into that, yeah. and it was later on in life that I that I was experiencing it. That yeah, maybe women have a have, have a have more of a story to tell Absolutely. about those kind of abuses. But that doesn't mean as trans women we discount that. What we what we criticise is this idea that we are the threat. But yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not the threat. We, we become the victim of the threat. We're accused, we of, being the, we're we accused of being the threat, but we're not but, actually the threat. But we don't you want, op- to, you we want don't to see op- what the real threat is? It's, it's other people, probably well, the, the threat is, males who are, you know, behaving in a threatening way. That, that, that's the threat. Well, the threat is male entitlement. Male entitlement, yeah, misogyny. And that exists, any, like, it's like when I used to listen to my male friends when I was younger talking about the girlfriends or wives I was like well why why are you talking about somebody you love in this way it's yeah. like why are you and I'm like well you know it's like bizarre to me but because they would think of me as a gay man and that I wouldn't get it do you know what I mean that was their attitude then if I if I was to say don't talk about women like that they'd be like oh you just you just you know you, you know just being a fanny so for, for all this like you know, toilet and changing room nonsense talk that goes on i mean i i think what what people really need to focus on is you know what is the real threat that you're afraid of and it, it as far as i i'm concerned it's not coming from trans women and the other thing that's never spoken about in this situation is trans men yeah. you know tr- trans men use the men's toilets you know mm-hmm. what what they're always what trans men are always accused of are, are being failed lesbians Mm. You know, well, that's the but it's the same misogyny though, isn't it? It's like it's, it's just in a different form. Yeah, because you can't be like the idea that somebody could identify into being a man. It's like it's not their it's not their right to do that because men are this and men are this thing that society portrays a certain way. So so I would say. If if you're gonna start criti- if you're gonna start criticizing people for how they identify, 
you know, you have to think about how men identify from the beginning as boys, how men are socialized as boys, because yeah. that's where your problem is. It's not, it's not women. It's not trans women. It's about the way boys are given that sense of entitlement. It's got nothing to do with anything so if else. Wanna, yeah. If you want to talk about threats, let's talk about what the real threats are and what they aren't. I mean, that's, that's the basis of where the argument needs to, mm. needs to be, you know, discussed. Yeah. But but it always comes down to these single sex spaces because there's no such thing as safe spaces safe spaces anyway. I mean that's there's, there's no law. Well, not not in a social spaces. sense. I mean, like um, if if you like, I've been swimming with my friend, and I always used obviously I use the female change, but it's like I I I wouldn't use the men. I wouldn't go in there on my own and use the men's, would I? You know, because I respect the way men are together yeah. not not because i feel like i'm going to get raped <laughs> it's nothing to do with that it's because i respect that male space and i'm not part of that space because of how i identify or how i yeah so it's is what you said at the beginning of the conversation you know it's to do with you know respect and traditions isn't it it's it's a social mores you know it's oh, yeah. uh, it's to do with the idea of respecting people's space because they socialize differently like if you've ever seen men together in a locker room like they'll they're just different you know it's like i wouldn't be comfortable in that space because there's something they can express freely which i can't you know whereas if i'm in a, a female space i mean it's it's different it just feels i don't know what it is about that i mean i can't it's hard to define really because because it's obviously um, it's on a it's on a sort of nebulous kind of thing, but there's something I wouldn't feel comfortable about going. Ever ever was going into a male changing room, I'd feel very it's self conscious. A, it's a threatening environment, isn't it? It's it really is. Well, it's not that it's threatening. It's just I'd feel self conscious and I'd feel like I was drawing unnecessary attention to myself. Yeah. So. I mean, we always end up talking about toilets. We do. We always get back to toilets. <laughs> it always comes down to toilets. I mean, you know, the next topic, Keir Starmer and his mum's net interview. Mm. Now, again, it's going to come back down to the toilet thing. I mean, one of the things they were talking about was, um, you know, safeguarding for kids, puberty blockers, the cast report. Um, yeah. Well, know, the cast report. Children the, making the, the cast report has been parents. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the anti-trans people keep saying, "Have you read the cast report? Have you read the cast report?" As far as I can work out, all the cast report says is that the failings of Tavis Stark are to do with, you know, not That's not reasons. enough, not enough funding, yeah, and not enough provision, not enough eye on the ball. And what about to... Gillick, what about Gillick competence? I mean. You know, they're, they're trying to say that kids shouldn't make any decisions without the parents agreeing. I mean, that's what Starmer said, basically. So is that does that mean he's trying to, he, he would like to get rid of Gillick competence? I mean, what about abortion for teenagers? Mm. Does that mean they have to, they can only have an abortion if they go talk to the parents? What, what, if, the what way... if the parents aren't supporting? What if a trans kid's parents are so abusive that the, the child well, the can't way... tell them? The way I understand that is that if if the parents are against something that is definitely in the benefit of the child and the child with That's the help of with the help know of doctors knows what they want, yeah. but the parents are for some reason against 
the positive outcome. There has to be a positive outcome. And if your parents are against the positive outcome, then that's the that's where the Gillick thing comes into play because obvious but but obviously with this idea of trans uh, children, it's it's very vague. And I, I and and like I said before, there's not enough uh, transparency about that. Um, you know, I'd like to think that if somebody of a child approached his parents and said I'm trans, they would be supported. But we know that they're not in most of the the cases it's a it's seen as something you can be talked out of and for some kids that might be the case you know there's some kids that might be just a bit confused about how they feel about themselves but for for other children they will go along with that they, they will be they'll need to go on to a trans pathway and that that is how they find happiness <laughs> where however you define that i don't know it's not yeah, for I'm us not, to, it's I'm not, not sure really if you for, listen. did you, i'm not sure if you listened to the the whole interview but you know, it, it, it sounded to me like he was just repeating all the normal gender well, Starmer's, Starmer's on the fence. He's like he's sitting on the fence. He's like, he's Starmer's, attached Starmer, to the middle of the fence. Well, Starmer's on the fence about Marmite. You know what I mean? He's like, he doesn't have, a, he doesn't say anything that is, is uh, remotely controversial he's, ever. He's just, That's he's his totally job. Risk averse. He's totally risk averse. He needs to grow a pair. He's, he's, <laughs> grow a pair. <laughs> well, you know what? I look at the waiver party and I see Rachel Reeve and I see Angela Rayner and I think get rid of Starmer. You know, we've got two, yeah, you could get rid of him. He's... Powerful women yeah, there, probably. and uh, either side of him. And I, I love those two women. Yeah. I think they're great. Get them in charge. Get I mean, he, he's coming out with statements like, you know, you need to modernise the legislation around the GRA. Yeah, we know that. And he, then he's also saying, but you need to protect, you know safe spaces and all this stuff so he's, he's trying to do this balancing act which is oh, this so the, the whole thing the whole argument is wrong. The, the whole argument with with when it's coming from that kind of you're protecting women protecting if you're gonna it's 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 the wrong framing of the the argument because it, like you know he's, he's trying to he's trying to say something but he's totally afraid of the consequences of what he wants to say or maybe he doesn't want to say or doesn't or maybe he doesn't really know what he needs to say he's just totally, he's just totally lost on the topic really well i think he's probably taken guidance from certain people who've said look just don't want to lose the labor advantage yeah, you know it's but like I mean, <sighs> I mean there's if there's ever been a point where labor could succeed it's this but with starmer i think he could He's, he's the guy that could lose it, you know, because... Yeah, so if you look at what Labour need to do, in my opinion, they need to come out with a really, you know, clear statement of what is transphobia. And then once they've defined it, hold the, you know, Labour party members, MPs, to that standard yeah, and, and kick out the ones that refuse to abide by it, you know. Rosie, I mean, Duff, Rosie Duffield. <laughs> Rosie Duffield. I mean, they had the same problem with anti-Semitism. They went through that whole anti-Semitism problem, but like, didn't define it, you know. So they're just doing the same thing with this now. Yeah, I just don't think that Starmer I mean, has in comparing has the it, two, but you know, it's very similar. Well, they, they're not, they're not the same. But no. when you're talking about Starmer's wooliness, is wishy-washiness, mm. I would, I would agree. But what, what I want to see is a somebody like Rachel Reeve or Angela Rayner. The only, the only, the only politician I've seen say anything positive in about trans people is Nicola Sturgeon. 
Nicola Sturgeon is a very supportive. She can afford that kind of freedom to say what she wants because she's not in the Westminster bubble. Let's move to Scotland, Frida. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that. about it, but I don't know. I don't know. I want I I I I if if there was a general election tomorrow, I would vote Labour. I would. I would vote Labour. Because uh, I just I just want to get rid of these people like Sue Weller. Yeah. I mean, Brave, my whatever. number one priority is get rid of the Tories. Number two priority is try and do it tactically if you can't. You know, if you can, sorry. And then third one is vote for the least worst option. But the primary objective is to get the is to get the Tories out and, and get a, a better government in. I mean, well, Labour's in, not in a way. Do you know? Do you know these people that put on their Twitter profiles politically homeless? Yeah, well, start... I don't. I don't understand that because then they don't vote. But then I'm feeling like, you know, if 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 we need if if the systems that work right that, that work in our favour can be upturned by some. I don't feel like that. I don't feel. I feel like everything is pretty much mediocre. And yeah, I, I mean, look at. I, as... I, 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 and, and I've got to the point where I want Mick Lynch to lead the Labour Party. Please, you know I mean? please. As an as, a, as an NHS worker, as somebody that's been polled for striking this week, I'm thinking. Well, do you know what I mean? We don't strike because we want more money. We don't strike because we want more of anything for ourselves we we realize that uh we want better for everybody yeah mick lynch perfect i think i think he he did a really powerful speech recently i'm not sure what it was where it was but it was about you know the current situation with the with the rail strikes and if we could find someone you know trans who could who could speak in that way with that power you don't, i mean that's what we need you're talking about me, aren't you? I'm talking about you, Frida. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, if I, I, I honestly, my Twitter history would do me in. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, any, if, if I went for any sort well, of... Not getting any better doing these If podcasts. I went for any sort of professional kind of political office, somebody would be raking through my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a horror. But no, uh, but besides that, I just think, uh, somebody like Mick Lynch would say, what the fuck are you on about trans people? Let them get on with it. I don't give a shit about that. And yeah, that's exactly. the attitude we actually need. We need somebody to say, look. Say, fuck, Mick Lynch would say, what's the fucking problem? Just get on with it. You know, We need somebody that's going to say, look, you know, can we do a risk assessment? <laughs> and when you do that, you're going to say, oh, yeah, yeah. It's not, just give them, yeah, give, give, the, give them the hormones. Fine, we'll be fine. <laughs> As long as the bins get emptied, the schools are all right, and the NHS works, I don't really give a fuck about... And people what... get a decent wage, that's all we care I, about. I don't need to see fucking Suella Breverman landing in a Chinook not, I don't want to talk about her. And I don't want to talk about this bullshit thing with Matt Hancock going into... Did you see her in that freaking helicopter? Like, she, she goes she goes on a 20-mile journey, she has to go in a freaking helicopter. It's all... What is wrong with that it's woman? It's just like, oh, yeah. It's, it's all... Well, we live in a sort of optics world now yeah, but, so, i mean how much does that cost to take care. a you helicopter 20 miles that's cost thousands just get in a blooming taxi good goodness sake get yourself an uber love yeah get an no. uber i'll be flying in on a new helicopter to your it's house like she's it's like she's i don't know she's pretending <laughs> to be this amazing great person she has to arrive in a helicopter and you know it's like, oh god it's like thatcher when she used to drive around in that tank with the silly costume on you remember that 
Well, that's what that's what um, Liz Truss was trying. Yeah, to Liz do, Truss tried it? to do the same thing. It's like, look how Man, important. It's, so it's LARPing. It's, oh God! We got you know. Are we anyway? I, I feel anyway. I feel like we're in a sort of three ring circus of nonsense. Like with with like if I if I could vote now, <laughs> I'd vote Jeremy Corbyn back to be labelled. <laughs> Anybody except the Tories. It's acceptable at this point. They still think about him, though, don't they? The Labour Party, they still dwell on that. Well, he's still kind of, you know, shown as, oh, he was too far left. He's too much of a lefty, you know. Mm. Now you've got the the fence sitter and then you've got Mick Lynch. You've got like three different varieties of the Labour Party there. I mean, it's, but all we want to do is get the Tories out, you know. Well, I mean, it's so embedded into... The public, the political landscape now, Brexit and all that. Since Brexit, everything's gone upside down, hasn't it? Because yes. you've got these people that just, um, I mean, if you look on Twitter, the amount of kind of right wing rhetoric that is accepted as normal because of it, you know, getting our country back, you know, white, you know, it, it, it goes back to the rhetoric of the NF, you know, and BMP and people you thought would be discredited by now but this has become like the mainstream opinion on emigrants yeah you know demonizing people it's the same it's the same mechanism at work that demonizes us i mean it's different it's a different um story but it's the same kind of fear-mongering it's like they always need to find a man a minority that can be their enemy mm. Can we talk about this Equality Act to make sex characteristic biological sex? Well, I mean, we were, I was about to go on to the next topic, which was well, sex matters, and they've yeah. been going on about biological sex. So. You know what? You know, you they've could... got this petition going, haven't they? And it's, I think it's up to 24,000 yeah. to, you know, change the definitions of sex. It's a similar thing as what we were just talking about with Starmer and Rishi. You know, it's all kind of around this, you know, what is the definition of sex and how does it apply to the Equality Act? And, and go on, carry on. Sorry, interrupt. Well, so if, you're, if you're going to start defining people by their sexual characteristics, if you're going to start making that the main way in society that you uh, divide people, how, how far does it go? Does it go to the chromosomal level? Does it go to the DNA level? Because that's not how we exist in the real world as people it's not how we socialize it's not how we communicate with each other you know what i mean it, we don't look at somebody and go uh, what you know what what, what you're trying are... to say is you're not just a, a pile of chromosomes and and genes yeah. walking around yeah we, we you're actually we, a human being with feelings yeah that's it you see yeah but you see when when what the whole thing sex matters what they mean is gender doesn't matter that's what the cold is there it's not about sex mattering it's well, about they're, they're trying to say that this petition that's reached twenty four thousand is the greatest petition that ever lived i mean we've, we've seen other petitions that have gone to a hundred thousand two hundred thousand in less in less time than this so it's, it's just like they're just trying to spin another bullshit story well, around well, how wonderful they are and you know god what well, what they want to do is need another drink they, they need to wait they rant tonight all their arguments are performative arguments. They're like, um, you know, they have to demonize somebody. 
like if 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 the argument is about like imagine it was a philosophical argument about what is a woman what is a man what is a trans woman what is a trans man we can have those kind of conversations about what it is that makes us human beings and what and what but they don't want to have that conversation that is all that's off the table for them that what they want to say is that they're very dogmatic and they're very purist about what is a woman right or what is a man so fair enough, you know, if they, if they want to have that opinion, I'm not, nobody's stopping them having that opinion. But when it, when it starts to, when they try to, inf, to influence society, they're going to run, they're going to run into a lot of difficulties because we don't communicate in that way, do we? Like we don't look at somebody and look them up and down <laughs> and yeah, figure out what biology we go off. We go off very specific visual cues and, you know, discriminatory probably cues and we look at people as a you know once we start once we start talking when somebody starts talking to me they identify me as the the person i am they don't go have you got a penis i mean i mean some men do to be fair. <laughs> but they, they're the kind of men that watch chicks with dicks porn you know what i mean but sometimes men will talk to me like, I'll, I'll give you an example of this like i'm in a conversation with somebody and I, I, if I get to know somebody, I'll disclose, you know, I'm trans woman, you know, but it doesn't change the conversation. It doesn't change the way they see me as a person. So, yeah. so, so, so what are they, what are they dictating to people? Are they saying, right, suddenly you've got to think of me as a man because we've decided I'm, I'm not, that trans is not a thing. Well, they just—they're just fixated on biology and biological kind of. They—they they can't get beyond that thing, can yeah, they? I, I, it's like this. Like uh, the way I think of it is like the biological essentialists, aren't they? That's, I, that's I didn't invent what it means to look like a female or what it looks like to be a girl or what. what the, these are things we all grew up with, and it's been in part of our cultures for centuries. So we do adopt you know, visual signifiers that tell the world who we are. So yeah, I could shave my head. I could not wear makeup, get rid of my eyebrows, but I'd still be, I'd still be the same person. You know, it's still the same personality. Yeah. So it's how people react to that. Mm. That is, that is important to me. It's not, it's got nothing to do with like whether the government gives me a GRA certificate or, you know what my passport says it's to do with how i relate to people and sexually as that's part of it because like when i when when i used to when i used to identify as male the men that i liked never liked me because they don't want a little gay boy <laughs> you know what i mean i i wanted men that wanted me as frida yeah. but for whatever that means you know that's i know it's very I know that's a very flimsy definition, but whatever it is, I fancy that. Yeah, but it, I mean, that's that's how you define yourself. I mean, that's important, surely. But but, but it's important because it's not all about sexual attraction. Because you know, you could be completely celibate or asexual and still express gender in a way. But um, yeah, I mean, you don't you don't have to mix your definition of who you are with with sexuality. I mean, you know, sexuality, gender identity are kind of two separate things, but they you know they work together, don't they? But I, I'm always conscious of saying to, you know, like if, if somebody says to me, well, what is a woman? I'll say, well, what, what do you want a woman to be? Like what? What, you know, what, what does are, it mean? What does it mean to you? Yeah. And what is a human being? Like what? What were the because we don't invent we don't invent these ideas on our own heads. 
we we learn them and well, then we learn to navigate social situations and social anxieties and you know mental health is you know with the way we feel about ourselves and all that it's not as simple as me like suddenly waking up one day and deciding I'm I'm Frida you know it existed within in me somewhere from the day I was born you yeah. know and I, it just took a long time or longer for some people some people realize it sooner but it's just part of how we express ourselves obviously you know the way I look and the way I put myself together is you know a choice that I that I make mm -hmm. because I look because because when I was young I'd look at certain women I think I want to look like oh she's beautiful I want to look like her she's powerful I, I want I, I, I I'm inspired by her you know what I mean it's as simple as that to me yeah. you know it's not like I'm, I'm I'm not stealing a woman's identity I'm you know woman well, the, way, the way turfs talk about it it's like oh you're wearing this woman face woman and face. You're, you're stealing our idea of what it is to be a woman but where do you know if I was a cis woman where would I get my idea of how to be a woman yeah exactly exactly where did you get your idea, Vicky? <laughs> be a woman. Yeah. I got it from Sainsbury's. <laughs> no special offer. Yeah. TK Maxx. Well, you know what? I see. <laughs> I'm, we I'm wearing my, you know, it's T-shirt day today. So you've got to wear a, a band. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not wearing a T-shirt. I'm wearing a thing. I'm wearing the Emperor T-shirt. wearing a cardigan and a thing. Yeah, anyway. So I identify. What kind of T-shirt is that? Emperor. Oh, they're yeah. a, they're a, a black metal band. But they, they see, that's the kind of world I grew up in, you know, that's like mm. kind of metal, gothy, kind of mixing looks and looking all weird because it was a way to express something different, you know, about yourself. I suppose I did it because, you know, um, when I was younger, I was attracted to those kind of subcultures because it was a way I could express something about myself that I couldn't any other way. Did you want to talk about um the trump oh my god yeah it's the midterm i know you you did mention you wanted to mention, say something about i did want to say something about this because it's like the midterm elections now and it's like fucking the like trump has thrown it as he i don't know if he's officially yeah, just looked at the news that he, yeah he's thrown his hat in he's yeah i think after the midterm elections he's gonna try for the next u.s this election is, this is just going to embolden all those same right wingers you know yep. and and i don't really see a strong democrat coming through other than what we've already got i don't I mean, know what you know joe biden is I joe mean, going to do another term is he is he too old now i don't know but is, is there somebody else i look at joe biden i think you know what you know he's just a He's just reading a script and he's just well, he's, going he's a, through the motions. He, how old is he? 80? A, comes across as a nice guy, but he's he's probably too old now, I think. He you is. Somebody a bit younger. It's very depressing, isn't it? It is. The, the media, the, the, in this country and in America. Like, yeah. I used to think that the people's people clamoring for those kind of jobs, you know, <laughs> it would do some good. But. It seems to the way the political system is set up, you know, it, the people that do want to like, do you remember uh, uh, what's it called Bernie Sanders? Bernie Sanders, yeah. 
It's the same thing in 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 this country. Uh, I mean, like the way the media assassinate Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, they assassinated Bernie the same way. Yeah, but but Bernie being Jewish, you see, he, they couldn't assassinate assassinate him in the same way. But um, it, it, it's like there are people in America that would rather have voted for Trump than because because there was a there was there was a point where the you know they actually feared so much that Bernie Sanders could get elected that they those people voted would back Trump rather than a serious candidate because that the, the the idea of real social change like it all it all it was there was like a groundswell after do you know do you remember the Occupy movement? Yeah. There was a real sense that something was going to change. It was like an uprising, but it 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 it, it dissipated. And I don't know why. I don't know why that happened because it it did happen in this country as well, and that they were the people that supported Corbyn. I think the the right, the left, the left that supported Corbyn that have now been demonised as a liberal lefty wokeist. Yes. No. You know, but they were the people that were pointing out the the flaws in the economic system. You know, the the idea of bailing out bankers and how much that cost. But it kind of pales into insignificance now when you think about the cost of COVID. But you know, there's a, there's a real danger that Trump could get in again. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Unless, unless someone emerges on the Democratic side. My I fear don't is... see how it my, can go any other way at the moment. You see, the problem is there are, there are people in the media that know they can make a lot of money out of the fact that Trump would get elected because he's, 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 he's like a gift that keeps on giving. He... he when when trump says something it's like front page news it's like this constant cycle whereas biden is more laid back he just gets on with stuff he maybe gets other people to get on with stuff but well, i mean at the but, same time he's also kind of, he's also a bit powerless isn't he because he he's not you know he's not in control completely of all states so he's he can only do what he can do yeah it's you know, a the supreme court of us is under republicans you know it's can it's very difficult vote? for him to do anything See, I, I would like to see a situation where we, the UK gets a say in American politics <laughs> because it affects yeah, us so much. As long as the much. Americans don't get to say anything about ours. Yeah. We're like the, what is it, the 50, what they call it, the 52nd state? 52nd state, I think, yeah. But um, and then what we, about we, Elon but, Musk? What about Elon Musk and all this Twitter nonsense that's going on? Yeah. Apparently least, today the, the he's firing eight thousand Twitter employees. Which begs the question, what the fuck did they do anyway? Are these the people that check my tweets when I uh yes. say these are the people that check your tweets? <laughs> Make sure your tweets actually get tweeted. I tell you what, I'm all for I'm all for seen. right. I'm at a Twitter where anybody can say anything, right? You 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 stand by what you say, you use your real name, but you can say anything you want, but you can't be anonymous. You've got. To just... I think, yeah, anonymous. Not being anonymous is probably a good thing. But I don't know. I don't know how you would do that. But you can't have th- those are the two things. You can't have complete free speech and anonymity. Anon- Did I say that right? You can't have free speech and anonymity going side by side. They don't work. You can have free you've speech. You've got to be accountable you, for what you you've say. Got, if you're accountable for what you say, fine. You know, if you want to say the N-word 5,000 times, you do that and then we'll, we'll pull you up on for it. But, and if you want to say trans women are men, great. You get, get on with that, but you do it in your own name. You do it on your own time. Yeah. 
and and I can and I and I have the similar power to call them a fucking dickhead. That that's free speech, right? Both but, ways. But like I said before, we don't live in a world of free speech. We live in a world of amplified speech. So some people have higher platforms from which to throw bigger rocks. And those rocks land in Twitter sea and cause bigger waves. And we end up fucking drowning them and arguing with people that have got 15 million followers. And we just end up looking like cunts, basically. Sorry. So, you know, you can probably, you know, guarantee that Trump is going to be back on Twitter at some point. I don't mind if Trump's back on Twitter. No, but it's going to happen. What I what what I think is, if if you're gonna if if imagine if it was a level playing field, like if I had if I had as many if if I could reach as many people as somebody like Katy Perry, <laughs> imagine that that would be free speech. But we don't live in that world. We live in a world where somebody who's telling the fucking truth has five hundred followers, right? And if I thought and, you had a thousand. I'm, whatever i'm not talking about me i don't i just talk crap <laughs> whenever i get whenever i get more followers my state my update is please don't believe a word i say <laughs> don't don't put any credence into any of my words don't listen to her she's mad because no but i obviously yeah i, I I'm, I'm i'm a bit irreverent and i do make some kind of mad I joke about myself a bit and, and like I, I sometimes worry that maybe that reflects that's badly. That's a good quality for you. That's a good quality. But I don't, I don't represent anything but my pissed up brain as it is at that time when I tweet at 11 o'clock at night when I've, you know, that's my free speech. I, I, I reserve the right to be a dickhead. You're doing a show, aren't you? Another one coming up. Let's talk oh, about being a dick, Being a dickhead. No, another show. <laughs> You've got a show coming up. Oh, I'm doing a live, a live spoken gig. word performance. Yeah. yeah, where is it this time? It's at the Pier Hat in Manchester on the 11th. On the 11th of November. Yeah. So if you, if you want to come down and let me shout things at you. I was going to come. I was going to come and do some videoing for you. But you, I, I hear you've bought a megaphone. Yeah, I have. Do you want me to yeah, get so it? Do you, know what, do you know what you're <laughs> going to do yet? Is it going to be a... Oh, good. Well, I... I've got a few. Gonna, ideas. You've got a megaphone. You're going to be on the stage, and you're going to have some kind of backing track, right? That's my kind of vision. Well, of what you're going to be doing. well the night is, um, it's like an abstract noise art kind of thing. So I'm going to go full on with the with the megaphone. Yeah. I think the, the idea of the night is you get a group of people and you can see how many you can make leave the room. That's it. <laughs> you, you don't have to pay to get in, you have to pay to get out. So is, it, is this in the Northern Quarter? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll come along. My friend Amy runs it and she's like, she loves anything <clears throat> noisy and, you know, abstract. But see, I'm just going to do my usual spoken word thing, but just do it louder. With a megaphone. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You're going to do the uh, transgender, lesbian, sperm-producing female? Transgender, lesbian, sperm-producing female. Yeah, That's I'm going to do that. Really good one. And I've got, an, I've got an idea for something else. But anyway, enough about me. What are you up to, Vicky? This weekend? Um, not a lot, actually. I'm doing a podcast today. <laughs> Is that it? 
got some firework thing to go to on Sunday at my sister's house. Tomorrow, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm probably just going to be, um, you know, chilling out, doing well, my things. We need to plan some direct action, don't we? Direct we to, action. We need to protest um, free, freedom for all trans women. Yeah, we've we not explored your list that. of ideas yet. I did. There was one I suggested that you put on there this week. Do you remember that, that one? What was that one? I'd have to look now, but I sent I sent you. A, I sent, <laughs> well, I still want to do my Bluetooth speaker thing, where I just just broadcast the sound of laughter at people. Yeah, in positions the of sound power. of laughter. Yeah, yeah, I want to do that, but I've not got round to it yet. This is it, you see. When you do a full time job, it's really hard to do anything else. Yeah, it's finding the time, and whatever think... whatever you you know whatever you do as as you know direct action, it has to be carefully considered, so you're not disrupting like vulnerable people that's, that's oh yeah well yeah that's my kind of red line with it i just like to i, I think being present in in protest is enough sometimes like you, you know there are, there are there are there are people i know that are closer to the issue than i am so if i can be present in that moment like not yeah. create not create the protest you know not not try and own the protest in any way just like because because obviously i know people that do that i i'm a bit of an outsider to that world of protest so i just kind of i'm happy to just be a part of it but because i because of the way my mind works i'm always like trying to think of these ideas of uh, you know famous person what can't remember it was now famous person once said the future belongs to those who turn up but it belongs to those who can afford the day off let's face it you know what i mean (laughs) Yeah, that too. So if you can just be, pre- if you can just be at something, that is enough, and that is in, that is an effort in itself. I mean, but I think, for most I people, think we all we all do what we can anyway, don't we? I mean, you know, we're doing this. Other people do different things, and it all kind of it all helps. I just, I just, worry. what I worry about is, you know, how all this stuff we're talking about affects other people's mental health, because well, we're that, going through I... a really shitty time at the moment with all this stuff in the UK. And I'm very conscious of it, how it's affecting my friends, how mm. it's affecting people I know. Mm. So I don't really know how to address that. Well, we, as individuals, it's really hard. But I mean, you know, you know we try and help each other, we make sure each other's okay, reach yeah, out. Yeah. But yeah, but 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 just being a voice, like when, like I'm I'm always conscious of the fact I'm really gobby, you know, like I'm always on Twitter and I'm always saying something and I'm probably wrong half the time but it's just that if somebody can relate to something that is said you know i because because i the people i follow on twitter i follow them because they add something of value to the world you know they're like people that follow like mallory moore like uh katie montgomery and you know and Gemma. they 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 are contributing something positive to that world in which i live you know some of the news is shit, you know, some of the things you have to read are horrific, but it's all coming from a kind of place of wanting to make things just a little bit better, maybe. You know, you can't, yeah. you know, an individual might feel powerless, but like I've always thought that, a, like I, I listen to the radio a lot. I listen to voices on the radio and I listen to people ringing in late night phone-ins and those people's voices that just just random people ringing up and telling their stories i get so much from that because that that that's the that's the reality of the world not the news cycle 
mm. not what Helen Joyce or Julie Bindle want the news cycle to yeah. be. Those are the people that, that have a the real stuff, story. The stuff you do, I mean, your kind of, you know, your the artist stuff you do and these performances you do, I mean, that's great because it's, you know, mm. that's you expressing yourself and people enjoy it and it's a positive thing. Mm. I think yeah. I sometimes I sometimes question why I do it. <laughs> no, but it's it's good to do those things. I mean, I, I couldn't do it because it's it's just way, way out of my comfort zone. I think it's kind but, of like to... the, the I want to break, make a break in the the, the space time continuum in a tiny way where I do something, you know, that is, you know, I don't want any, you don't you don't have to understand what I'm doing. You just have to be present in it, and it can be mad. It can be like sewing machines, techno, whatever. Yeah. But it just it just breaks that cycle of bullshit, you know, that we find ourselves in. And it's like, um, you know, a crack in the cloud. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all you do. Really, you know. If people like it, great. You know. That's it. Yeah, I mean, the reaction to it was was really positive. So yeah. So you're going to come next week? I'll be there. Hopefully, other people will be there. Camera woman, Vicky. <laughs> Have we covered topics? Have we covered all the? Topics? Did we talk about trans in the city? No, we didn't. Oh, right. So this we always end on a positive. Trans in the city event coming up on the 14th of November in london tickets are still available i believe so this is um i think we've mentioned this on the last podcast well, i'm mentioning it again because it's really important there's going to be lots of um workshops and talks going on you know it's an all-day event there's a gala evening event and some awards being given out to you know various various different categories of people being supportive etc and the interesting thing is that they've they've just signed up for a three-year media partnership with Pink News. Oh, that's good. So that's that's really exciting because I'm not sure how it's going to work, but it you know if you know these two organisations work together, I mean, it's that's not going to be a bad thing, is it? You know, it's it's all positive. No, I mean, the more I'm looking forward to that. I'll be going. No, no, you're. Hopefully, it gets more media attention than Pink News. I mean. Kind of feels like we're living a bit of a bubble sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's all all we have really is Pink News and Vice. Yeah, Vice are good. What's the Trans in the City kind of covers all the corporate stuff, the you know the business world, you know, trans inclusion in business. I mean, that's that's for me that's really important because you know I work in that kind of a, a large company, and my company's going to the event. Mm. You know, they've put some money into it, so. That's yeah, good. the more we can do like that, you know, yeah. and and show that you know these companies do employ trans non-binary people, LGBT people, and they prosper and are successful in those, you know, in those businesses. That that's all positive information like, that, news that people need to hear because you know we're just normal people living normal lives, and we need. To- well, that's it. I mean, like that's part of my motivation for talking to people and like getting into media channels and talking yeah. on the radio is because, like, I just I, I I'm not exceptional. I'm just getting on with my life, and I want other trans people to maybe notice that and think you're not you're not you're not weird. You're not unusual necessarily. Well, no, you are. But, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're special. <laughs> but um, what I mean is, it's like it's not. We just need to be a voice that is saying, look, you just get on. No, you know, just get on with your life. You know, you don't, you know what I mean? It's not a big deal. Just get on with your life because you're valued and you're, 
Yeah. And, no, you're part of society. And, and you, you can you can be supported by an employer. Yeah. yeah. That's important. Yeah, it is. Just, just normal people living normal lives. And all these idiots trying to suppress us need to do one. Well, this, this is the problem with the media, with trans and, you know, trans topics. We're either, we're either demons or with some kind of exotic kind of chicks with dicks. I don't know. Whatever it is, you know. I mean, I can no, be. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a boring. I'm just you know, a boring. I can do that. I can do, to work you know, do some porn. Right. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with that. You know. But, <laughs> but um, yeah. To, 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 see, this is the fit. So the worst nightmare for somebody like uh, J.K. Rowling or the Witch Lady. We don't. Yeah, as a successful trans person. It's it's just somebody that's getting on with life and just doing getting on with life and has a you job, know, having a normal everything's, life. Everything's normal and fine, yeah. and yeah, that's like oh, that's not allowed. But you it's see, like I'm, you know, I was, I, I've been seeing some articles about what the Church of England is. They're kind of having this internal struggle around. Oh, when are we going to allow you know same-sex couples to get married and all this stuff? I think, for goodness' sake, it's such a simple thing. Just, just yeah. allow it. Why, well, do, why thing, do you have to spend months discussing it and having meetings and bishops this and bishops that? Just get on with it. Just allow people to do what they want to do. They're just it's just a, it's just a same sex marriage. So what? Who gives a damn? Well, they're in why, a weird they're, they're in a weird situation because to control people's that, lives like this. It's like yeah. just oh. you're going to end up with a, a schism because some of the really powerful people on the Christian right. Are very much against. So you've got a schism within, Catholic, you know, the Catholic Church, the Christian, you know, Church of England, and all this. What we're going to do about that? Because the, you, are, you know, if if you are if you believe in God and you believe in the literal truth of the Bible, you know, you know, it's it's not anything. I need a drink after you said that. You know what I mean? Is you can't legislate on those grounds, can you? But they'll try. But can and, you uh, imagine? Can you imagine if I went round? Was that Miriam Cates woman? No, but imagine if I went around saying things like, oh, yeah, okay, so cisgendered people, you're not allowed to get married. You're not allowed <laughs> to get married in my church. What well, would happen? What would happen then? Well, you'd have to start your own church. <laughs> but who am I to who am I to even say such a thing? It's like, you know, you know who? <sighs> but, yeah, they can they can prevent me from doing a same-sex marriage. Well, the, the thing is that the, like, I know a bit, my mum, my mum goes to church and it's like, you know, but they're not, they're not judgmental people. They're not those kind of an evangelical right-wingers. My mum plays fucking bingo at church. You know what I mean? She, you know, it's not. You well, know. I mean, it depends on the church, obviously, but you know, they, it's just that these, the church of England hierarchy, the bishops are all having this debate around. Oh, you know, it's, it's so annoying. It's just a simple, it's such a simple thing. But it, it's been it it's, so quickly and easily. Just do it. It's been a part of the church for so long that, that you know, homosexuality is wrong and, you know, also and enjoying yourself is wrong. <laughs> having, having sex for pleasure is wrong. Everything, like, everything's everything's wrong. Everything, everything that's fun is wrong. All you're allowed to do is go to church, <laughs> sit in the pew, sing songs. Eat some bread, drink some wine. That's all I want to do. Yeah. See, when I'm when I'm in church with mum, I'm WhatsApping you. <laughs> <laughs> you realise you're going to go straight to hell. Yeah. For WhatsApping so. a trans woman whilst you're in church, right? But on the other hand, I really hate. You know what? I really hate these sort of, you know, bro atheists. 
you know, these kind of like atheist guys, like, you know, that read Richard Dawkins. I'm like, fuck off, you know, let people, but if people want to believe something, let them get on with it. Do you know what I mean? It's like they've, they've made a career out of atheism. I think it goes back to uh, Christopher Hitchens, who I used to actually really like, but Christopher Hitchens, because he, he was quite a good social commentator. But out of that has grown this kind of weird, I don't know, it's a kind of uh, very bro, um, judgmental kind of atheism, where, you know, it's, it's all about, um, that this is where the anti-trans thing comes into it with them because they're like oh it's all about science we're like materialistic and you know it's all about the nature of reality I was like well yeah whatever but you know maybe so the other... it, I'm not really familiar with this is it, it's kind of like a, a brand of atheism that it's also kind a, of it's kind of the Jordan Peterson wing of atheism right, yeah, it's yeah. like you know, you know if, if Aboriginal people want to believe in dream time leave them alone you know, let them get on with it. You know, you're not better than them, you know, just because you think you're on the, on the side of science, you know. Hmm. But I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm I mean, a, I'm yeah, a... I mean, people, people are free to believe whatever they want when it comes to religions. I mean, just don't try to oppress me well, that's with your religion. Could, if, I'm, a... if I'm part of your religion, if I'm born into being Church of England or whatever, well, you've got. A, you've and got I need, a, and I want to be part of society. Surely, I'm allowed to get married in church, even though I'm trans. But what I'm saying is, there's a there's a horseshoe, isn't there? There's a there's the the radical religious people kind of meet the radical atheists mm. somewhere here, and uh, and it is in that Richard Dawkins world, you know. And I just reject that altogether. Mm. It's just for, I, Richard Dawkins to me. Did you ever watch Bagpuss? Yeah. He's like Professor Yaffle. You know what I mean? Because the, the mouse, the mice on the mouse organ have got all these mad ideas. And he's like, ah, 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 that's rubbish, that, because ah, 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 science. I was like, shut up. And let, let them get on with it. Let them enjoy their little fantasy. You know what I mean? It's not hurting anyone, is it? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, on a realistic level, like uh, it's like the... Um, you know, when people talk about, when they talk about biological reality and chromosomes and gametes, and that's what defines what a man or a woman is. We know that isn't the case. We just know. And I'm not, I'm not in, I don't well, know. It's, it's kind of irrelevant. It's kind of irrelevant. Imagine a world where I could go and genetically modify my chromosome to be XX. Would that change anything? Would that no, change this is what I'm saying. Me? It's not, it's, it's, it's irrelevant. You know. It's irrelevant. Are we just all flesh bags wandering like wreckage of flesh wandering towards the abyss? <laughs> I like to think so. Are these the kind of I think that's the you? end, isn't it? I think that's I think I've just killed the podcast. You, you think you have. I was just gonna say, are these are these the kind of thoughts you have when you're in church? Yeah, definitely. Like the end of the abyss. These are the kind of thoughts that stop me sleeping. The flames at night. start rising. Yeah, these are the kind of thoughts that go around in my head like the magic roundabout. Ooh, are, you a, are you a real person, Frida? Are you a woman? Are you a man? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Keep taking the uh, mood stabilizers <laughs> and, and microdosing acid. Not that I do that. I just no, of course you wouldn't. That's an example. You're a very respectable person. I sometimes talk to Vlad, who is my oracle. Does is Vlad detachable from his stand there, or is he into? He's interwoven he, into the. He, he's screwed on. 
He's <laughs> like me <laughs> to this chair. <laughs> I was just wondering if you could bring him closer to the camera so we could get a good look at him. You know. A minute. I can. No. Don't, uh, don't destroy. Don't destroy anything. No. Yeah. Okay. So he's yeah. He's part of. He's fixed in there, isn't he? I'm sure there was other things I wanted to talk about. Well. But... I've oh. gone through the list, Frida. I mean, that's the full list. There's nothing well, left. Oh, a... Here's the list. It's you know. It's... This is like this is what we do. We just talk complete nonsense for an hour or so, and we have some news items. We try and thread together so it looks like we know what we're talking about. I'll tell you about the red card, yellow card system. Oh yeah. Okay, so the yellow card system is Frida. Shut, shut the fuck up because I need to say something. <laughs> and the, the red card is. When you've done something really bad, or you said something you shouldn't have. Now I've not deployed either of these today. You've noticed. So is that when I've sort of libeled? They match the background. Libeled somebody. Yeah, that's for you. You may have libeled somebody, and that's like, shut up. I need to say something, but you know, I've not, I've not deployed them. So you must have been good today. Right. (laughs) Um, I've got nothing else to add. To that, if you unless you've got anything else you want to say, we've got a few viewers. We've got eight people, eight people watching. Eight us. people watching. Oh my I'm word! Just, Hello, my God, we're taking over. Hello. I hope you liked the craziness and the abstract nonsense that we talk about. But yeah, please like, please subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. This will be coming out on the Gender Nebulas podcast too when I've actually got around to doing it, which will probably be tomorrow because it's quite late today. That's me signing out. Yeah. So I think I'm going to sign us off there, Frida. What do you think? Okay. Thank you for another illuminated conversation. Okay. I'm not I'm not sure what any of it meant, but you know. It was good. We had a good conversation. How do we how do we end this YouTube thing? Which button do I press? Hang on. I did I press that button? Oh there, stop that, live stream. That, okay. that so, button there. That's see they, that button. Yeah. That button. Yeah. Let's <laughs> say our goodbyes to YouTube. Don't don't close the call, Frida, because we've not finished the podcast. But we're okay. saying goodbye to YouTube. Okay. Okay. Bye. Thanks for watching. Bye. Sorry. Really sorry. We're yeah, just... we apologize for everything. Sorry. Sorry, it was just we'll nonsense. see you next time. Bye. Oh my god. Okay, I think the YouTube has ended. Are we off? <laughs> but the podcast is still podcasting. The podcast oh is God, still I'm on. Like, you I'm can't drunk. I'm completely relax just yet. But I'm warm now. Yeah. So although although you may have just been subjected to YouTube and now you're being subjected to the podcast, please subscribe <laughs> to both. <laughs> we do oh appreciate you listening and we, we love feedback and we love people subscribing and enjoying our podcast and if you want to come on and talk to us please let us know happy to have people on and have a chance thank you so yeah anything else you want to say Frida? or should we sign off no just uh, that was great great what you just said yeah i agree with all of that yeah and if anybody's feeling you know stressed or you know you're suffering in any way because of the topics we talk about well you know that's that's really not our attention. We understand how it can be triggering. But, but you can always network with us. And we, uh, yeah. we always post some positive things, don't we? We try and be positive at the end. We do this because, you know, we want to get out the truth. We want to dispel the myths. 
or truth seekers. Truth seekers. <laughs> yes. Anyway, I'll I'll sign us off there. Thank you very much for listening. See you later. Bye.